Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 108 of the Need to Nerd podcast. I'm your host, Easy, and I am recording my third podcast in, like, three hours. What's up, Eddie? How's it going? You are so accommodating. I appreciate you for for doing that with me. You we know, had to man. get this Christmas one in. Just gotta, just gotta do... I gotta edit this one today, too, so, you know, the things... Be be- this one better be smooth! Uh, right, Disney boy. Before we get too far into this, I just want to congratulate the Aboyo family on their fantasy football championship weekend. Congratulations to both you and Shelby playing each other in that championship. I hope you guys enjoy it. Yeah, uh, thank you. She did a lot of hard work this year, and this is like her first like taste of success. And I think she's got the bug. Nice, nice. With fantasy. Love to hear it. So. No Nerd Fact of the Week this week. If you want to talk about fantasy football, we did a huge update to the Discord. Check it out. It is clean looking, Daddy B. It is clean looking. Uh, with that being said, let's talk about Jack Frost. We hinted last week that we were going to do this. And how many times do you get to talk about a movie where Batman turns into a snowman? That's right. Michael King himself <laughs> turns into Frosty the Snowman, where none other than Joseph Cross as a child must save him from the devil's grasp. No, this is a fantastic film uh, starring Michael Keaton uh, and uh, Joseph Cross as a father and son who... Um, it, it's a film about loss. It's a film about love. It's a film about acceptance. It's a film about communication. Uh, it it kind of hits all the buttons, and I think it's one of those hidden gems. Uh, we did our hidden gems episode, and when it comes to Christmas movies, you know, if you, I don't think that this is one that people always even recognize. Like when it comes on TV, I don't think people are like, "Oh yeah, like that's that's like one of my one of my favorites," um, because a lot of people haven't seen it for some reason. Uh, that being said. We're going to go into our first reactions. This is what we our first thoughts were when, when watching a film. And uh, I'm going to go first. I actually saw this movie in theaters when it came out. Uh, all the way back, I think, was it 1999? Um, and it was one of my... It was my new favorite Christmas movie. Um, I remember going home and building Lego snowboards and recreating the movie with Lego... Um, it was, it, it was cool, um, especially for, like, a 90s movie, you, like, really felt, like, Michael Keaton's character and, and Charlie's character, Charlie and Jack were both, like, really cool characters, and I just, I fell in love with it my first time, and if I'm not mistaken, this is actually your first time ever seeing the film, Patty B. It is, um, and I, I feel like it, it did come out when I was, uh, younger, right, like, and I may have done, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know why I didn't see this movie, right? Like, um, it has all the, like, if you're looking at, like, boxes to check of, like, oh, great cast, got it. Um, you know, Christmas movie, check. Like, watch all the Christmas movies. This one kind of just, like, fell, slipped under slipped under the radar. So what what was your first impression of the film, at, you know, while you were watching it? 
Like, was it, um, was, it I, was that it? It was like, how did I miss this? For, yeah, that was the first impression, but more also just like, oh shit, like Batman is <laughs> Batman. <laughs> and he's like a musician, like that whole aspect of it, like is connecting and super cool. Like the whole trying to, you know, make it in the music scene is, is a, is a big tough ask and it requires a lot of you. And so, you know, the story of, you know, his dad who can't keep his promises um kind of hits home a bit well if you haven't seen this film uh you know there's still some time left in december the time of this getting posted go watch it if you're like you know looking for something to watch next christmas you want to come back and revisit this episode you know just you know just put it in your put it in your app here let me help you hey alexa remind me in 2024 to listen to Nietzscheer jack frost there you go helped you out there i hope alexa heard that anyway uh, no, I, I think that, you know, from here on out, we're going to go spoilery. We're going to, we're going to go deep into what we're reviewing. And Peggy, I got asked, man, like, what, what'd you, like, what high level, what was it like? Um, so I didn't think I would cry as much <laughs> in a Christmas movie, right? Um, they're normally like, um kind of uh, surface level like kind of there's not a lot of really deep stuff there there's been a, a few in the recent past um that have have stirred those kind of emotions um but like i didn't also like not seeing this movie before i didn't see the death coming right like i i don't know why I didn't see it coming. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, it, 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 it certainly is like a jarring start to the film, right? Like it, he could just get turned into yeah. a snowman by magic, right? Like he doesn't have to die. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, it tracks and uh, the, the way that Charlie processes his grief, um, you know, isn't really healthy and, it's it's a really good the snowman's a good vehicle for that. Yeah, so I I think that there's like a lot of high level things. You you've covered one of them, which is like the grief process and like you know, we see Charlie in a place where he's like not playing hockey anymore and like I know for me, like I've lost somebody really close to me. Um, you know, I've never lost a parent, luckily, but you know, I lost my best friend. And there are, like, things that I couldn't do for a while. Like, um, like I couldn't listen to um, Jimmy Eat World. Uh, I couldn't listen to, like, certain mm. musical groups. Uh, I, I didn't I didn't play mm. StarCraft 2 um, at all because StarCraft was something we did together. And, like, all, all this kind of stuff. Like, the... Like it's you go through a lot when you lose somebody close to you, and like like I said, I'm lucky I've never lost a parent. But it's interesting to kind of have this really intense start to this film, and then jump a year ahead, like immediately. And um, mm-hmm. you know, as as I watch it as a nine year old, I don't know that I like understood it as much. And then I watched it when I got older, and this time watching it, there were this movie's really 
it does a really good job of being like a kids movie that teaches like important lessons while also being like one and this is my, my favorite type of like movie is and also as an adult when you watch it it also teaches you lessons and it also hits you in the feels and mm-hmm. max says to me as they're watching this he goes dad this movie's really sad <laughs> I'm like, yeah it is <laughs> but like he likes yeah, you know, the cool parts and oh. stuff but it's like dad this movie is really sad he's really sad he misses his dad <laughs> I'm like, yeah so yeah man um oh goodness you got tearing up our, again already right uh yeah i gotta ask who who is your favorite character in this film so oddly enough um i really enjoyed um mark addy's character as mac it's his like best friend in the band who also like has to go through his grieving process of losing his best friend and his his bandmate he lo- he he loses his love for making music right it's not the same anymore um and kind of his his journey of like starting to make music again after um i, I got to this process I gotta ask, with, when with you Jack. saw him were you like who 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 was the character that you related there like that's who um was it it was um cuz i think mine is weird for people i i thought that's Roland's from a knight's tale that's Roland from a knight's tale oh yeah 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 but i think most people uh, would have a, it... would have oh my gosh that's robert baratheon <laughs> from game of thrones oh shoot did you not huh? recognize him he was i didn't recognize him as i didn't recognize him as robert baratheon what did i what did i Yeah, he's. How do I know him from? Yeah, I, 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 he felt familiar, but like, he looks exactly huh. like he looked in. I mean, A Knight's Tale was two years later, so that's like the closest comp that I had. Right, right, right. Huh. Anyway, keep keep going. Awesome. Sorry, yeah, got got me on a tangent there. Um, but no, yeah. So his uh. uh it like it was an interesting relationship with with uh him and Jack's wife, right? Like them starting to like see each other because like that stuff happens in real life too, right? Like yeah, it, it's kind of crazy. So I we'll get into some some of their stuff during the love it's. My my favorite character in this film is Jack. Um, I think that. For me, like, I actually don't know that. Have you ever lost somebody super close to you, Patty? Uh, this year. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Um, yeah, you're one, good. One of the things that kind of helped me during the grieving process is, uh, like, letting them be them, like, in their own way, and, like... I don't know if that makes a lot of sense. But one of the things that Jack has to do in this film is he has to have acceptance too. And like, like he needs to 
like there, there are things obviously that he he feels like he left unfinished, right? Like he needed to teach his kid this trick, this this hockey shot. He needed to say goodbye to his wife, like all this stuff. But at the end of the day, like everybody needs to accept the reality of the situation. And I I think that uh, Michael Keaton does a really good job in making that situation be like, like I'll, I'll give you an example. Gabby does not have interactions with this snowman, right? Like, mm-hmm. but she still gets to like go through a part of the grieving process because of the snowman to have acceptance of what happened. And you can only do that. It's like on your own. Once you accept it, like, okay, this person's gone and who they were and what they were is what they were and who they were. And that's okay. Like there, there's not more that needs to be done, and that's okay. Um, I don't know. I I thought that that Michael came to that realization at the end. Gabby got to come to that realization, and it was just nice. Yeah, yeah. Like when when she can finally when when Charlie runs away. Yeah. Right. When seeing him and having that closure is is good. Any could be betters in this film for you? Oh wait, no favorite side character. I gotta ask for your favorite side character. There were so many side characters in this movie. There was a bunch. I mean, my favorite character was a side character. So... That's okay. <laughs> um, um, next, next, I'd, I'd probably. Oh, <laughs> um, the the hockey coach who's afraid of snowmen. Yeah, I think funny. that that was a really funny di- uh, dynamic. Um, that also like had passed with with Jack, um, yeah, and Jack's. So either either that character or the dog. Good dog's a good answer. The dog crushes it in this role. Dog's a, yeah, good good doggo, oh, yeah. good doggo. I like Natalie a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I think that she serves multiple purposes in this film, and I really love it when a side character can do that. She is um a catalyst. For, you know, keep, like, helping Charlie get, like, she's always fighting for Charlie. And I really, like, you need those kind of friends. Um, and, you know, she does it in multiple ways. She does it for Charlie, uh, to himself. She does it with Charlie's mom. She she is, she is a really good friend and helps Gabby get to where she needs to get for Charlie. But also helps Charlie get to where Charlie needs to get for Charlie. And, you know, in my head canon, they end up together and get married and they're, you know, they're be- they make beautiful Gabby and, or not Gabby, Natalie and Charlie babies. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, any could be betters for this film? It's kind of hard to look at a 1999 film for what it's worth and, like, have the kind of could be betters that I was thinking watching it, but... Like the CG for a building a snowman can only be so much, right? Yeah, and this is yeah done in the late nineties, so like we we got what we got. You're kind of constrained with the yeah it it is what it is. Yeah, um, as they say. Any any for anything that you that stuck out to you though? Um, I I in in looking some things up here, right? I want I kind of wanted to see. Because we we talk about like Rotten Tomatoes and um, like the IMDb scores, 
like a, a bunch when we look at things. This score, this has a really low, I think it's like 18% on Rotten Tomatoes. I told you it's a hidden gem, man. Like, I just don't understand. I don't sometimes, like, sometimes yeah, I don't I, understand what critics are looking for. Like, what what did this not do well? I thought the acting was good. Uh, honestly, like, uh, is it Joseph Cross? I thought he does a great job as Charlie. Mm-hmm. I mean, the dude has gone on to yeah. have, you know, a 30-year acting career. I think there's there's not a part of the film that I'm like, oh, that was... I mean, there's some cheese in it, right? Like, the snowman... I'm sure critics saw the snowman flinging snowballs the way that it happens, right? And it's a, But it's a kid's movie. And I feel like critics right. don't rate kids' movies the way that you should. Yeah, there's de- definitely cheese, right? It's it's, um, I mean, you you said it. It's made for kids. It's got one and star. It's not made for adults. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how that is. This is a this is that a hated film, feel right? Yeah. I'm I I don't get I'm it. I'm actually shocked. And what maybe maybe I think some of the animosity, like what came off of it, was like Michael Keaton just did Batman before this so like i I don't know how many projects he had in between batman and jack frost um so like maybe maybe that with just like the actor going like (laughs) being switched to george clooney for batman which everyone loved so much um and and doing something like this maybe maybe that contributed to like part of the disdain i don't i don't get it this movie's great so it looks like there were i don't even so batman returns was 92 this was Mm -hmm. 98 in theaters so it was six years later okay i don't know i you know I, i think that like if i were to like get out like what actually could have been better about this film the pacing at the end is really weird is the only one that i really have like sure you and i you just go from like okay they're in the mountains now like what how does how does mom get him down to like mom comes up we say goodbye movie's over and it's like whoa that was fast like that took all of three minutes that's that's the only like the pacing at the end i think the other problem is, is that it's paced so well throughout the rest of the film that it's jarring that it ends so fast. Especially because you get this, like, this high moment with, like, them sliding down the mountain to the to the cabin and stuff. And, like, that's the mm-hmm. only could be better I have for the film. But, like, what are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to add another 20 minutes onto the film to fix that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the fix is. It's, uh... <laughs> I think they spend a lot of good... A lot of time with, like, the best parts. Yeah. You know, with, with Jack and Charlie. So like, I also get it because you're you're spending more time with what makes the movie great. So, any major love it for you? Uh, there's there's a there's a few. Um, I I I have no complaints about this movie. Um, it does everything that you want to do, and um, I I love 
um, Jack teaching, like tying up his loose ends, right? Teaching um, Charlie the hockey move, um, the like the implementation of this harmonica into it, where like you know he told him it's magic, and Charlie just kind of wrote that off, but ended up being magic. He was right. Yeah, I, you covered two of mine. I, I think that um, I have some like they, this movie has some like pretty good one-liners in it that I I really mm-hmm. appreciated. Um, like when Gabby walks up to Mac and she's like, you know, I how I told you that I'd never come to you and ask you to like to have those guy to guy conversations with Charlie. Well, I lied. I need you to go have a guy to guy conversation with Charlie. <laughs> like it's like um, the 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 jokes hit pretty well and. There's some that don't like. I think Andy Lawrence's character. It felt like they just had Andy Lawrence in the movie because he was famous at the time to have Andy Lawrence in the movie, and like that was a little weird. Like I don't know why you put like the most this probably the second most famous person at the time. Uh, and what's so funny is he's credited as Tuck Gronick as Andy Lawrence. I don't know what that means. I did they call him Andy and Tuck in this movie? I don't know. Uh, or does Andy Lawrence come on the screen too? Like, is there like a meta part that I missed? Anyway, um, other than other than the jokes from from there, uh, another big love that I have is is it? I'm trying to remember the bully's name. Is it Mitch? Who's what's the bully's name? Uh, let me see here. Yes, Mitch. Uh, is that is that it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you got it. What's so funny about this too is a couple years later he plays the uh, Ronnie Jacobs in Lizzie McGuire, who is like one of the most mm. hated, hated characters of the show because he like breaks is Lizzie's first boyfriend and breaks up with her for another girl that goes to his school because he wants to date somebody at his school instead of somewhere else. So mm. just you know a little behind the scenes, but I I thought his moment with Charlie you know, get like helping him out with the snowman. And then like, when he's like, I knew it, I knew you were, I knew it. everybody said that was great. I don't know. I just thought the whole thing was great. I, I just don't know. This is what I'll say about like the, the, the Rotten Tomatoes thing is, I don't know how you have a movie with a talking, moving snowman without it being cheesy. Like what, is it going to be less cheesy if it's animated? Is that what you wanted? Like, I don't know. Yeah, but then it looks just kind of like Frosty the Snowman, right? Like I, you're you're too close to right. The, that the point here is that you it's a it's a it's a pun, right? It's called Jack Frost, but it's not Jack Frost. It's Frosty the Snowman, and Frosty the Snowman turned into a person because you know of, of the magical harmonica. And I just think that they that hits all the beats so well. Um, you know, I I talked about Natalie like. All of the moments that Natalie is in the film progress the story in like a really positive way. Um, the mm-hmm. snowball fights in this movie are some of like oh, that was as, great. as a child, like that was I could I could only imagine having two hundred person snowball fights on a mount like and and we did like right. we had that was the dream. huge snowball fights as kids. Uh, we would build igloos and mm-hmm. forts and like. Well, we live in Utah, for those who don't know. Um, I guess you lived in St. George, though. 
Uh, I I moved down there uh, to St. George when I was in eighth grade. So like my oh, my childhood had... was spent north. Okay, because oh, like yeah. oh like, yeah, it's like um, I remember it was uh, it might have been this winter that we had that four foot four or five foot snowstorm. This previous one, yeah, yeah. Uh, bef- before the one this year, before the one last year, but like the the last biggest snowstorm might have been like close to the same year. And we just built like the biggest snow forts, had people over. Mm-hmm. It was like when the I don't know if you remember like the snowball things where you would put them in the snow. Like, yeah, you yeah. remember the scoop ones yeah. that you would punch it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, those two. Like the. I don't know. Just like now you can just use chuck it. Like yeah. for your dog, the like, chuck it toys. Yeah, it was kind of like those that we were using. Honestly. Yeah. The the snowball fight scenes were amazing and like as like a kid it was so cool and it's like we tried to recreate that type of stuff. Um snowboarding was mm-hmm. just getting cool at the time of this, so like having those that snowboard moment was really cool. Um the chase scene was great. The the movie just has all of it. Like watching it again, I'm yeah. like, I remember why this is my favorite Christmas movie. And it is it it is it does that thing where like the elf does in a lot of ways where it's really great for kids, really funny, but really great for adults too. This one hits that same type of thing. In fact, I think if they remade this movie, if they could go back in time, remake this movie with the same cast and like the level of stuff that they could do now, I think mm-hmm. it would be left. I, I just think that the, it has a charm to it that I, I think maybe was lost on audiences. I wonder what ever other, I wonder if it was competing with other Christmas movies in 98. But, uh, very possible. That yeah. is going to do it for Love It's, uh, Patty B on a scale of zero to five, zero being do not ever watch this movie to five being, this is a perfect film. Where it's really, and be honest, like, I know it's a Christmas movie. I know it's a kid's movie, but like, where, where I are know. we actually? Yeah, yeah. I mean, only having seen it once, it's a, at least a four, right? Like I don't, it has the issues like there's not many issues that we talked about that like it has like uh i i don't see why i'd give it anything less than a four yeah i think that like you know certainly can't give everything a five starting at a two like the (laughs) the critics um i i think (laughs) I think that this this is like a in that three point five four range is like a film. Like the thing mm-hmm. is, is like it's meant to be cheesy. It's meant to do be a little bit campy. It, it's it's cute and it's fun and it is a nice thing to ha- sit down, have a hot chocolate, put some peppermint schnapps in there, and just relax. Just relax. It's all good in the hood, fam. Yeah. So. Uh, if you want an episode about something that you love to be talked about next year, leave a YouTube comment. It is the best way to both support the show while also helping us figure out what we're going to do. Um, we got to have a podcast meeting about uh, usually at this time. I'll tell you what the next episode about. We're going to we're going to sit down. We're going to plan out the next uh, couple episodes. Um, I, I just want to say thank you to you, Patty, for, you know, it, it was a really rough year for me personally. And. Um, I just appreciate you sticking this through with me. You know, we haven't been the most consistent this year. 
Um, but I, I've enjoyed our episodes and I think that our dynamic has gotten better. And I just, I really appreciate you doing this with me. Thank you so much. Yeah. It, um, hasn't been easy. I think for either of us, this year has been pretty crazy. Um, and yeah, we're figuring out what we are as a podcast and, um, I, I like hanging out and talking about nerd stuff. I mean, that's why, that's why I wanted to do it in the first place. So. Well, I'll tell you what. I got, I got this sitting ready for Christmas break. So, you know, we'll have a big Lebowski uh, podcast here in the near future as well. So thank Love you, it. everyone, so much for listening. Patty B, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me on Twitter, X, at PattyBNTG. You can find um, me at He's a Gaming Fun yeah. Podcast uh, every week. Uh on you know anywhere you can find a podcast but at me to nerd uh check out the discord like subscribe review comment best way to support the show is because on next year with another episode of the need to nerd podcast <laughs>